here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 107.1 FM in Seapoint. A very good morning to you, Rahim, and thank you so much for being with us. Morning to you, Kanye, and to your listeners. Today we're talking about something that I can personally relate to, I have to say. Habits to get and maintain your motivation or mojo. It sometimes does take a dip. Life does get in the way. You find yourself discouraged and demotivated. And today we're talking about how to, you know, cultivate five habits to get and maintain your motivation mojo. Let's start by just talking about why we lose our mojo sometimes. Uh, we lose our mojo because we live in a world that's inundated with positive messages. You must be good. You must be motivated. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that life's not like that. Life is a series of ups and downs, of challenges, of influences. And sometimes we lose our way. Sometimes we don't feel inspired or engaged by what we're doing, what we're exposed to, our circumstances, a number of reasons that, you know, external factors or internal factors that influence just the way we feel about things. Mm. And you say that, you know, at times we look at what's happening on social media and the biggest lie is that we think it's all true, you know, and, and it's okay to, to, to have a great moment that you want to post, but sometimes people can look at that as a true reflection of your everyday life and it may just be a moment. Um, do you find that sometimes we look too much to external motive well not motivation but affirmation i think that's the word i'm looking for we want to be affirmed by others that i'm okay i'm doing good my pictures are getting liked people are commenting on my status i am good Oh, I love the word affirmation. I like affirmation and validation from external sources. So we've created this picture of what, you know, a good life looks like, a successful life looks like, making it looks like, inspiration looks like, this being motivated looks like. We've created, you know, basically images of what all this looks like. So when we start pitching ourselves as to being inspired and motivated, we look to those images and we start trying to measure ourselves against that forgetting as you're very rightly saying that people only put up what is great in fact i've seen cases recently where where you start talking about things that are negative about how they're really feeling how they're really experiencing the world how that's turned against them to saying that you know you're feeling suicidal you're feeling this whereas people are trying to express alternative expressions of how they're really experiencing the world and that gets slapped back very quickly Mm. we only want to see these great images Unless we're talking about crime and debts, we're comfortable. But when we're talking about lived experiences and how we navigate life, we're very harsh with that. Very true. And we don't give each other um, the permission to be real. It's almost as if how dare you expose your weakness. And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, I want us to, to get into our, our five points for our listeners. I like the first one. Mm-hmm. You say, check your outlook. You know, first things first. You know, we always uh, write a to-do list and I'm guilty of this every day. I do a to-do list and every day or throughout the day and I'm just going through ticking it off as I'm getting things done. But you say, start a done list every day where you acknowledge your accomplishments. Talk to us about that. Absolutely. I mean, I also got a coach recently and he's like, do a to-do list. I'm putting this to-do list and it's coming up to 5 million. And I'm like, this is not working. So I think let's do a done list. Get up and say, yo, I made the bed done. 
the, the first thing you get out of bed, start picking up your accomplishments as opposed to the things you still need to do. That gives you a good sense of celebration, something inspiring about achieving. So I think it's time that we, we start celebrating just the little things so that we can start the day not from a frame of inadequacy but from a frame of success. So whatever you do, and first thing in the morning, you get school kids on time, tick, done. I actually started putting in these mundane things. And so all of a sudden, my to-do list seemed like they were so enormous. My done list got even longer. And I started appreciating that I'm getting a lot of things done. And there's mm. a different conversation you have as to what the priority is. But you stop pushing yourself and, and punishing yourself for not getting things done and start acknowledging how much you are getting done how much time you're accommodating to doing things. Mm, Learn to appreciate yourself and your accomplishments, no matter how big or small. Let's just deviate a little bit, staying on this uh, very first point. You know, one thing I've I've, uh, heard from professionals or people working with, you know, those who are in therapy or just um, going through a tough time is just the importance of getting simple things done and how it helps them to feel accomplished. Like you say, something as simple as getting up cleaning out my room making my bed bathing putting on clean clothes great accomplishment yo i always say to people when my friends call or different people call and say i'm feeling depressed i said do yourself a favor get out of bed because i don't think we understand just how challenging that can be sometimes and the Mm. success of just getting out of bed and standing up and acknowledging your feet on the ground we should celebrate that it's almost like sitting back and saying Hello, world. I'm alive. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very powerful. Second point is your language gifts. Check your language. You say we often frame the chores and tasks that we have as burdens. Imagine that each day is your job, school experience, life experience, or unpleasant task is a gift to be unwrapped and experienced. Yeah, we have this conversation about the, I know I started off by saying we have to do this and we should do done, but I think we also need to check our language around negativity and to start saying that bad experiences are not a bad thing. However, take up the challenge to refrain from saying negative things and try it for a few hours and try it with your friends because then you'll start seeing how peppered your life is with this is not right, that's not okay, and moaning about this. So when you find yourself speaking negative content, I challenge you and I challenge your friends to find a positive alternative narrative. But then I also say try to do an exercise between your friends and have fun holding each other in check and rewarding success. So for each day, recollect what you've learned that was good and that was great. It might mean that your car was bashed, but you can sit back and say, my car was bashed. Oh, it was so great that I was not harmed. Find something positive about the day so that your experiences are not caught up in what isn't going right, but they're caught up in what you can celebrate. And there Mm. is something to celebrate. Absolutely true. And you say that practice a skill you have mastered or master a skill through practice. That's point number three. Yes, it is. And I think that you need to introduce or maintain routine and order in your life. Um, and this allows for, I always talk about predictability, predictability, creating a sense of balance. 
And so when you have something that's predictable, your efforts are predictable, your results are predictable. So when you're in a space of flux and you're not inspired to do stuff, you know, you can have some dissonance. However, if you know I get up and I, if I get up and I make my bed, my room is a, ba- is, is a clean space to start working from. There's a predictability to that. You start saying, ah, there's a sense of relief and a sense of, of reliance on that predictability. So factor in elements of predictability to your day to ground you and to provide you with certain achievements you can celebrate in your done list every day. So if you're not practicing or measuring a skill or talent, you know, Start one. Start practicing a skill or talent today from day one. I practice reading as an example. So every night before I go to bed, whether it's a romance novel or it's a serious book, I read. Mm. What this does for me, it hones my skill of perusing information quickly and distilling salient points and, connect and, and creating linkages of dots. Because that's what I do. I do strategy work. So I need to be able to link dots. I read quite a bit just so that I keep that ability to read quickly, get information quickly, make key points. So it doesn't have to be difficult stuff. It doesn't have to be reading about neuroscience. It can be something very simple, but you're nurturing. I'm continuously nurturing the skill so that it doesn't fade away. What you don't use gets into disuse. Mm, that's very powerful there. Share your grand life desires with uh, somebody else. Sometimes we ask her to share our dreams because people will look at us and think, you can't achieve that. That's impossible. Or they'll try to water down our dreams and aspirations. I think this is such an, I, I'm going to say, it's an African thing. Until it's done, right? Mm. But what this does is that it makes you a very lonely person. And if you're lonely, you're the only person who's sitting with your thoughts. And often you find that, I find it in creative spaces where we are afraid to share ideas. We've got this notion that somebody's going to steal them. We don't have a sense of if I share it, actually I might find new information. I might find people to intersect with me. I might explore this better. Importantly, just by sharing it, it means that somebody can ask you how you are doing. Somebody's got a point of reference to say, hey... How are you going? And you can either brag or you can check yourself and and, and be accountable to somebody else and saying, hey, I know I told you this thing. It hasn't started. It hasn't moved. Simply by telling somebody else, there's somebody else who's interested in your success. There's somebody else who's interested in where you're going and what you're doing. And by that, they open doors. I speak to somebody and say, I'm thinking of this. Guess what? Two weeks later... They're having a conversation with somebody totally disconnected to me mm. and they create a linkage of dots and I am able to grow in that way. Let's share our ideas. And that's what's going to keep you motivated. Hearing people, entrepreneurs I know hate this because everybody's <laughs> excited about your idea and not necessarily buying it. But there's something in that as well. Create a hype and energy around your dreams and your ideas. And I do believe that energy translates into tangible connections that make your dreams a reality. Dreams don't become a reality by being quiet. They actually have to be out there. The world has to receive them, so speak them. Absolutely powerful. And for you, Rahima, you know, just in terms of what do you personally do to get yourself back up? Because life does always happen. 
Oh, my sister, life happens every single time. I'm in the middle of life happening. Eh? At every moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm always in the middle of, of life happening, and that's mm. just the reality. It's never completely smooth sailing. I tell people that, you know, if you, you know, some weeks ago, my daughter went through a suicide attempt, and, and that's not the easiest thing. So there's no wake up and tomorrow everything is okay. The reality is you wake up and there's a new challenge that's coming in. My get up and go is always remembering my first get up and go and biggest lesson this year is don't keep quiet. Yeah. And by not keeping quiet, again, the world has come back and told me you're not alone. Again, the world has come back and said, actually, there's a problem in this narrative and that there's power in changing this narrative. It gives me agency. Find your agency and find your voice. And that's how you get inspired to keep going because I'm inspired by my daughters totally consistently my view in my world is to say that i will not let them go through challenges i did and i will break down doors to make sure that they have better access that keeps me going so when i find a door that is shut ah my sister you it is my it. job to make it sure that it opens <laughs> <laughs> kick that door down I that door down. The reality is that we are all going through life. We've yeah. all got challenges. Yeah. I sit back and I say, I'm a guide for my kids. I am not living their lives. But it's my responsibility as a parent to make sure that the doors that are closed are opened for them or I show them how to open them. But I can't sit back and let life happen to me. And therefore, the times that I get up are not for me sometimes. Mm. Sometimes it's for them. Mostly it's for me because, like in an airplane, the gas mask must come onto the parent first before the child. You can't help anybody else until you've helped yourself first. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us. And I know that uh, you will be posting our five tips. So follow him or follow me or tag us both, you know, so that, um, you know, you can also have access to these five tips. Life empowering indeed. Thank you so much, Rahima Issa, for always sharing your wisdom with us. And how do people get in touch with you? You know, uh, maybe just remind us again what you do at Haditi Media. You know, there may be somebody out there who really needs your skill. Oh, at Haditi Media, we're a strategy consulting organization, but we look at amplifying particularly the voices of African women to the world. So we bring out the ideas, we share them through TEDx Littleton Women, and we share it by hosting a future fit program for youth, connecting youth, youth from Africa to the rest of the world. Perfect. And on Twitter, it's at Rahima Issa, R-E-H-E-M-A-I-S-A, at Haditi Media. Thank you so much for being with us 28 minutes after 4 o'clock. This is a Sound Awake right here on SAFM. Here's Celine Dion with I'm Alive.